Hey, 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 this is Evolve Women's MMA, and I'm your host, Shelly Devine. And smushed it. So a truck ran over your last phone. Yeah. Wow. How how did the phone Did you drop it or? No, so I had left it on the top of my car because I had just gotten done running. So I left it on top of the car, forgot about it, drove off. It flew off the roof of my car right outside the gym. <laughs> and then a delivery truck came by and ran it over. Did you know, like, as soon as it went flying off your car, did, could you tell that it went flying off your car when you were driving? No, I, I was looking for it that night. And I was like, oh, I must have left it at the gym. And then, like, I used, like, the, the find my iPhone thing. And then um, luckily somebody at the other business was saw me outside looking for my phone. And he's like, hey, did you lose a phone? He's like, I kind of ran it over. <laughs> oh, my word. So, wow. Yeah. It was like smashed. <laughs> was it insured? No, but it, I only had to pay for a new screen, even though I got a new phone. So. Oh, well, that's good. I, 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 in a matter of, I think three months, I, I haven't, I had insurance on my phone. One was stolen. So then I got another one through the insurance company. And then that one, I, I, I dropped it and I, I cracked it perfectly where I couldn't use it at all. (laughs) Yeah. At all. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And and then they were like, you are unsure. You are now unsure uninsurable <laughs> oh no I was like for it and I'm like for how long and they were like for an entire year but they did give me another phone like a high-risk driver only like a high-risk cell phone user exactly <laughs> I, mean, I had one for like the longest time never you know no problems never had any problems but the the stolen one was when I was outdoors at boot camp and I was like you know about a maybe uh, about 50 yards away from the phone and somebody must have went through my coat pocket because it was on the ground and went through like a, a whole line of probably other my boot campers their pockets and just shook the oh this one feels heavy and and um and took the keys but you know it was really funny is my spidey senses were were tingling because i was like maybe we should get back to the coats because i think somebody's looking through them and I, you know, I, I really didn't see anybody do it, but I just kind of had that feeling. And I had that feeling like, no, I can't take the keys because I'll never find the car. Yeah. And because the keys were in there too to my car. And I'm like, and sure enough, I went back, checked my coat and my, my phone was gone. I was like, are you kidding me? And, this, and, I, and I had the radar going, which yeah. was really kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, oh man, I was so accurate. Somebody did steal it, you know? It was weird. But yeah, it's kind of cool. But then you're like, damn it. Somebody yeah. stole my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you have some exciting news. Um, I'm, I'm welcoming, you know, Pam Bam Sorensen, uh, featherweight. She's going for the title at Invicta yeah. come, come in November, right? Was this like, wow, out of the blue, were you shocked or, or what? Um, I wasn't too shocked. I mean, because they kept on telling me I wanted to be on the September card after I heard that I didn't make um, tough. Mm-hmm. So I was like, can I get on the September card? And they were like, oh, maybe. And they were being kind of like wishy-washy about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because at the time I was still like, I don't want to go back to it. Because to me, tough kind of made it seem like maybe they're not going to have a a 45 division. So I was like, do I want to try to go back to 35? And so I told him like, with enough notice, I think I can make 35 again. So I was like, but you need to let me know if I'm fighting at 45 or 35. And then finally, they were like, well, it'll be at 45, but it's not going to be on this one. I was like, okay. And then they're like, yeah. And they're like, it'll be in November. Okay. And then they're like, well, we can't tell you anything else, but, and so like, yeah, I kind of had an idea because they, they never been, they've always been really straightforward with me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, we don't have room for you or whatever. And yeah, so I knew something was up. <laughs> yeah. But they were putting it together, you know, like they're putting out, yeah. you know, this, this featherweight, you know, division, I guess. And, and, you know, which is really, really cool. It's like, wow. Yeah. And you, I mean, you're fighting for the title. Yeah, and now they're actually, you know, they've signed um, quite a few 45ers. So it's like we actually have a legit division now. Like we have vets, we have new people, we have like all 
different experiences and skill levels. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. That's so great. I wonder, I mean, did, did they talk about it prior to a Shannon with, uh, like, did you hear any kind of, I don't know, any rumors of, about like how this all kind of unfolded where they, they got new, new, uh, women in for this, this no, Um, I think cause Caitlin Young, who was the matchmaker, um, yeah. Coming back now. Um, she was at tough tryouts. And so she met all of these, these women that were trying out for the 45 pound division. And uh, a lot of them who didn't get picked up for the cast, a lot of them ended up signing with Invicta, like, um, like Faith Van Doon, yep. Zara, um, Audrey. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think, um, even the girls that who didn't make it, it still opened up some opportunities for them. That's awesome. That's really yeah. great. Wow. That is so cool. So that's exciting news. You, are, you, are you like, okay, so have you, have you looked at Felicia Spencer? I, I haven't seen her fight before. I don't even think I've seen you actually fight like live and be like, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've seen your fights, but I haven't like seen them like where I didn't know what the outcome was. So. Yeah. And now that I know you, I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I'll be like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I've seen her fight. Um, She's actually fought another girl from Minnesota before, um, Akilah Alhamid. Um, she fought her before she fought the blonde lady. Ah, <laughs> I'm really there. bad. I can't keep them straight anymore. It's really bad. I have to like have my cheat sheets. It's, it's, oh, and, no, I'm the same way. So like, recognize faces. Now it's, it's, it's like <laughs> amazing. Before it used to be really easy. I knew all the fighters. Now I'm like, who and what and where are they? And then, I have to have my favorites or else I just, I can't keep track of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm in this process of learning again. Like I'm learning <laughs> who the fighters are as I'm going, you know, putting on this, this, this show. <laughs> yeah. You I'm, know? I'm the same. There are people who I've gone to the gym with for years and I'm still like, Hey, I recognize your face, but I don't know your name. <laughs> well, it's a success. It's a su success problem for women's mixed martial arts. There's, yes. there's so many women now out there and there's more divisions and there's, there's more, um, you know, promotions that are featuring women, um, all the time. What, like, you know, I mean, this card that's coming up, I, well, this last card this past weekend, which did you watch the whole, the whole show? Yes. Um, I finally got to watch the last couple of fights. Um, cause I had to go to work, so I didn't get to see yeah. all of it. But, um, but yeah, I finally got to see the whole thing. It was, it was really, there, there was some great fights. Um, Verna came off with the win again, you mm -hmm. know, like, um, I, I can't remember if it was the second round. I think it was the second round. Yeah. Sec yeah. A, a nice arm triangle. She's vicious for a little teeny woman. <laughs> She's yeah. 114 pounds and she'd kick your ass like every, every which way of you know, Sunday. I'm like, she's nasty. I really like her. I hope the UFC yeah. picks her. Like as much as I hate, like I hate seeing all of the, um, the Invicta women's titles being vacated all the time. But I mean, it's a good opportunity for. Well, it, it's a great, um, you know, elevate the women, build them up put them to the, the next. And I, I kind of think that's why the UFC kind of picked up and, and had the agreement. I mean, I could be mistaken, but in the, in the very early stages of picking up Invicta and kind of having this, them on the UFC fight pass to give them the opportunity to really grow these divisions. And it's kind of like, you know, it's like, um, the, not the major leagues, but the, you know, in between and then up to go to the UFC, it was kind of, I kind of had that feeling that they would do that. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. No, it really is. Yeah. And, and you, it's kind of like being called up where, where there hasn't been anything in the fight scene. Like they don't do that so much with the guys, do they? I don't think they do. Other than there's other promotions that, you know, promotions that will feature men and women and, and then like, I mean, there's one here in, in mass, well, it's actually in Rhode Island, it's CES and they, um, gladly, like they'll have whoever their, their main, you know, main event is, let's say it's some of the guys and they might end up going to Bellator or the UFC. And they're really proud of that because they, you know, give these fighters the opportunity to, you know, get 
noted in the area. And then, you know, if the UFC is looking for somebody in that weight class or division, they're like, yeah, and we, we sent another one off and they like it. So it's cool. Yeah. So um, what was your favorite fight of the night? <laughs> um, I would say the first fight just because of the headbutt. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm actually going to interview her tomorrow. I'm like, what was she thinking? Headbutt. You're interviewing Audrey. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She. I met her at Tough Trials. She was really. Fun. I really liked her. She's really nice. So that's why. Yeah. Kind of like I couldn't see Audrey doing that on purpose, and then I watched it again. And I was like, there's no way that was not on purpose. <laughs> she did it, man. It She's was like nasty. Boom. Yeah. She like. <laughs> Back, wound up and like whack yeah. <laughs> do you ever lose yourself in a fight where you're kind of just in the fight and then these these instinctual kind of things just <laughs> kind of happen I, I mean I'm sure I, she knew yeah in my last fight against Jan Finney I lost a point in the first round because I need her in the head on the ground when she was grounded I got so excited. I was trying to like pull her back up to her feet against the cage. And I was like, I'm just going to throw it. And I just need her right in the face. And I was like, dang it. Yeah. After you think, and then it was like, yeah, you know, it was kind of fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> to try but, it out. <laughs> like, especially fighting out of town, you know, fighting in her hometown where, and I was like, I just mm -hmm. lost a point in the first round in her hometown where if it goes to decision, it's, <laughs> but I mean, it all ended up okay, but yeah, I was a little worried about it. Yeah. Right. Wow. Wow. So yeah, yeah I guess I say things happen. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, you get excited and stuff, but I, yeah, I, I haven't seen anybody headbutt in a very, very, very long time. That was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to talk to her about that and see what she was thinking actually in like what was going on in her head. I think it, it was the excitement and she probably, you know, thought, oh, afterwards, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just, <laughs> I, I think it just happened because she was, you know, trying to do something. The girl was holding her arms and she's like, well, yeah, I'm going to use what I got. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oops. Yep. Oops is right. <laughs> One of the other fights that I, I, I really, and, and she, um, it was a draw that fight, you mm -hmm. know, that, that it was actually really, and she probably lost the fight due to losing the point. I was like, actually kind of surprised that the ref, maybe he gave her a warning before or something about that, or maybe told them earlier on. But, um, I was kind of surprised that he, um, actually did take the point and he was very stern with her. Well, I think it was just so, like, blatant, and, and, and it looked intentional. I mean, it was just, like, the knee to the head. Do yeah. I think that there are certain things that I don't think you should get a warning for? Yeah. It's like if I wound up and intentionally, well, if I was a guy, wound up and intentionally kicked somebody in the crotch. Yeah. On purpose, you probably deserve to lose a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I liked seeing him be strong, because sometimes they'll just give him a warning or something. You know, like the... I. You know, I haven't seen it too often where they they will take the point away, but maybe at um, Invicta, the, you know, like they might have a little bit more to protect the fighters and where yeah. in other promotions, you don't kind of, you know, like you could see some crappy things done and the, the refs will just, you know, say, yeah. uh, you know, give, give them a warning. They won't take the actual point, which I think that's pretty cool. And I don't know what part of it was her reactions when <laughs> it just cracked me up when he like separated them and said, Hey, you can't headbutt. She's like, what? <laughs> what? Well, it was her debut. It was her debut. I mean, it was her first yeah. time doing that or whatever. But I suspect, I mean, like her coach probably trains that stuff in the gym. I, isn't it Guy, Guy Mesner or something? Meg Mesner. Yeah. And he's, I, he's a UFC fighter, like an old timer, you know, like he, he's, he had, he had a long career. And I think back in his time, you probably could have had much. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? So he's probably still training it with her. I can't even wait to ask. Find out what is going on there, girlfriend. Oh, man. But yeah. Do that again. <laughs> yeah. 
You don't want to be known as that person. Well, it's kind of like, you know, Tanya Evinger putting her knee on a woman's face and just holding her there or putting her foot on the face of, I forgot the, uh, the other fighter. That's legal though. Yeah, it is. But yeah. I mean, but it, it was the, the referee said no and, and, uh, and then changed her and shift her. And then, you know, she lost the fight. So she was like, no, I, that was a technique I could use and you kind of cost yeah. me the fight. But, mm -hmm. um, but there are things that, you know, you, you could try think outside of the box. I mean, headbutting is not one of them, but you know, think outside the box and try some other things that aren't customarily seen, but they're, they're actually legal. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I got to laugh. I mean, I know she's probably just like shooting herself in the foot because she got to, she would have won the fight if it wasn't for the point. Absolutely. But it was still, to me, from the outside, it was still hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what will, I wonder if uh, they'll have a rematch, those two, uh, against uh, Holly uh, Sal Salazar. You know, it was, was it both women's debut or just? I was, I think it was both their Invicta debuts. I'm not, yeah. I'm not exactly, I know Audrey for sure. Holly, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, they were, they were both really good. They were both gamers, man. It was, it was a good, yeah. fight. very yeah. good fight. And then um, the next fight was uh, Kayla Hansen against uh, Helen uh, Peralta and a mm -hmm. uh, flyweight fight and um it went to a tko by k, yeah. k. so yeah that was kind of a cool fight um and i kind of like i actually i've trained with helen at a walk like a kickboxing yeah camp, and she's she's i don't know she's she strikes me as kind of a, a loner yeah, but I saw um, something that she said about like, well, I can't get in my opponent's head this time because there's nothing in there. Oh, <gasps> I was like, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of rude. Yeah, yeah. You don't get personal. You don't say like, hey, you're you're an idiot. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. So so uh, Kayla probably went in and said, hey, you know, no wonder she grounded and pounded her. <laughs> Yeah, the girl with nothing in her head just, just TKO'd you. Yeah, right? Wow. She doesn't need anything in her head if she's beating the snot out of you. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Um, but um, she she actually called out, I don't know, this other fighter, Erin, is it Blackfield? For, for uh, you know, another, her next fight. She she wanted to go for the flyweight or something like that. She, she was she's the only one that actually called anybody out during the whole the whole show. Out of yeah. She she was asking for a fight against Erin. I think it's Blackfield. I don't know. I should have looked that up, but I didn't have a chance to. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know who that is off the top of my head. Fly in in the flyweight division. So I don't know, but um, I I got to hand it to her. She's she's got her mindset and she's she's looking for her next fight. And she's she's if you don't ask. You don't get it. So yeah. kudos to her. And then we move up to the third bout, which was Kelly D'Angelo versus Lindsay Van Zant. And um, that was a little, you know, it was a good fight, but it was a unanimous decision to Kelly. So, yeah, it, you know, they were both pretty equally matched, I think. I thought, you know, that first round that, I mean, I had, I saw that Sarah Kaufman had posted on Twitter, like, how is that not a 10-8 round? Yeah. I kind of agreed with that. I mean, she had her in submissions the entire time, was pounded yeah. on her. like. Yeah. But, yeah, she looked great. I think that's definitely her division. Like, Yeah, yeah. So that was a good fight. I liked um, the next one, um, Miranda Maverick uh, mm -hmm. against Victoria Leonardo. That was a, a quick fight. Um, nice arm bar. She, yeah that was sweet i i was like oh we got another ronda rousey here <laughs> yeah and i i love miranda she's such a nice girl and i think it's so cute how like her dad always comes in the cage and she always hugs her dad that's nice i didn't know that that was her dad oh cool yeah it is <laughs> yeah she is cute and she's she she was uh, actually she's going for a doctorate too she's she mm -hmm. and uh she's another one that wants um you know the she's going after the title too. She's like, I'm ready. I want it now. But I just, I love Miranda, but you 
lost, she lost her last fight. She won this one. You have Vanessa Porto. You have um, that's a tough one. Aga, Aga, the Polish girl, <laughs> whose name yes. pronounced. Um, there, there's just so many other vets that who have a lot more fights, a lot more wins. So I think would be in line ahead. Of, yeah, ahead. she probably needs a few more fights before she goes that against those those uh fighters too yeah but i mean she has more of an argument than was it the next fight the elisa spangler did she call for a title shot too um i don't you know what i don't know if she did or not at the end of that fight um i was actually i was i was kind of shocked that she it was a split decision i was kind of shocked that she got that i i i was kind of like torn between the two of them i guess i you know what i liked is that that was one of the fights i liked just because um shana young was using all those kicks like yeah. with her lead leg i was actually okay is this a taekwondo match in the beginning and then her style i was like well that's a that's a teep like you know like a muay thai teep i mean she was just straight jabbing with her with her lead leg the entire fight i was like damn i kind of like this chick i just want to see more of her i was surprised that um spangler didn't take her down like yeah. a lot sooner you know i mean her leg was up the whole time <laughs> it seemed like the whole fight well i i think that makes it hard for her to game plan against because shanna's a wrestler so you're not expecting a wrestler to fight you like a karate person yeah i, I was i w i mean i think she should have been an easy takedown and she wasn't you know with her leg up the whole time you know, she, she used that, that leg just, and then cracked her across the head. She was using roundhouse and then she shot an ax kick and, and you don't typically, that's, that was one of my other favorite fights because you don't typically see somebody use their kicks that way. Yeah. And, and I, and so like effectively throughout the whole fight, it was like the whole fight she was using them. Yeah. I was, I was I shocked. But I think that also goes to show, because, like, Lisa doesn't have a lot of um, experience. I think, because uh, Shanna was originally supposed to fight Raquel Potluhi. Oh. Uh, I don't think that would have gone very well against Raquel. I, cause I did talk to Raquel after the fight, and she was like, without, without sounding mean, she was like, I'm offended that they were going to match me up with her. And, uh, with with Shanna? You mean Shanna? Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. I mean, I kind of, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I'm actually not familiar with either fighter. So, um, that, that, um, I, I was actually surprised that she used the kicks the entire fight because I, I thought, I mean, there's a certain amount that you can use to keep your opponent away from you, but. But if they're not doing anything about them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but if the other girl was kind of like a wrestler spangler, if she was kind of like a wrestler or whatever, she should have been able to take her down a hell of a lot easier than, than yeah. what she did. You know? It was just a lack of experience and yeah, really know how to game plan on the fly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So yeah, that was kind of cool. And then there was, um, what was the other fight that Mallory Martin and Ashley Nichols, there, there were two Muay Thai, you know, chicks and they, Oh, you know, Mallory with the visualization. Yeah. She was nasty. Like there, the um, prior two, and she's like, I, I got the, that's, this is another one. I got a big kick out of was, um, she, she's going, I, I don't know what fight it was, but she's like, you're done. <laughs> Yeah, when <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, she is like beast." Yeah, I really. She actually, her. I think it was her last fight. She fought here in Minnesota, so I actually got to watch that one. And yeah, she's like so nice and so polite in person, and then she yeah. gets you're screaming at her opponent. <laughs> not not anything like mean, just in the heat of the moment. And yeah. You're like, done. Give up. Yeah. Like I own you, basically. Yeah. You say, I like done. You're not gonna beat me. <laughs> you know, like you, you, you it's over. You know, yeah. like and she just says it out loud. And I actually kind of like that as a strategy to psych yeah. the opponent out. 
Yeah, because I, what are you, uh, if you're getting pounded on and somebody's screaming those things at you, what do you do? You're just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, sometimes you hear the guys, like, um, they'll have some shit talking when they're in the ring and you're like, oh, what are they saying to each other? You know, like, yeah. um, I think it was, there was one a uh, long time ago, it was Anderson Silva against, oh, um, I think it was a Brazilian, one of the Brazilian guys. He's, he's a very good black belt. I can't think of his name, but there was some shit talk back and forth. And it was really like, you know, it was all in probably like Portuguese or something. And so yeah. you didn't know what they were saying. And then somebody was trying to translate it later and it was pretty bad. And they were, they were talking back and forth in, in the, like when they were rolling on the, the mats and stuff. But um, I think people after that were like, Ooh, Anderson. You know, that was kind of, because he was the one saying stuff. And oh. Yeah, it was to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, oh, I can't think, I'll think of it later. I can't think of his name now, but it was, it was kind of bad. But, um, but for her, I thought it was interesting that she visualizes, this is, um, I think, what is it, Mal Mallory Martin, she visualizes. And I like the idea, you know, her at the end of it, she's like saying, I own this cage. This is my cage. And, and I'm going to, I'm here and I am going to take it away from you, anything or whatever, anybody that enters it, I'm going to show you who I am or whatever. And I just really like that because I think, you know, as a mindset, as a fighter, you have to have that. Yeah. What did yeah. you think of it? I, I mean, I feel the same way. I really like it. I think, um, and some people need that to get their, to get their head in it. I feel like she's just so into it. and. Like, she doesn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Like, she's actually, if you see her at weigh-ins and stuff, she's actually really respectful to her opponents. But when they get in the cage, like, it's game on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that mindset, that power of will, and she's going to, you know, like, she was, she was going to steal your will or take your will from you. And I yeah. just thought that was, like, wow. <laughs> I really, like, I love her style. I just, yeah. I, I'm a fan of her. Yeah. Well, I am now after that. Cause I was like, wow, I like you. I like that attitude. I really do. I think that's a great attitude. And I thought it was cool that, um, you know, that she, I think it was her that trained over at, at Tiger in, uh, yeah. at, uh, Muay Thai and, um, the other, and Ashley, Ashley knocked her down. And the first round. Yeah. I was actually surprised cause she looks so tiny and delicate and, and yeah. She, he can crack like you know you know they say women don't have power when they punch like especially you know what are they like they were 115 they're these little mm -hmm. these little girls you know they're tiny and and they she knocked her on her ass and i'm like wow i didn't i was actually surprised by that too that she actually had the power behind the punch because sometimes you can be a striker and not have the power to knock somebody down or close to out she was dazed for a bit too. I thought Marilyn was dazed for a little bit after that that strike. Yeah, I feel like um like smaller smaller athletes they have to focus a little bit more on on the technique and then yeah. you know smaller people to hit hard they really have to focus on doing it correctly. Not like those big heavyweight guys that can just yeah. flail. They're gonna hit hard because they weigh three hundred pounds. Right. So yeah, little people can hit hard too. Yeah, I like that. And what's funny about it is, um, you know, through the years, and I still see it kind of um, a little bit sometimes if I, you know, if I'm going on other um, uh, feeds where they're writing about different fights on, on uh, women and they're like, you know, some of the guys' perceptions are, well, they got no power, they got no knockout power. And I'm finding more and more, because I even thought that, like, I even kind of thought, you know, you don't see it too much. You see a few and their practice, their, their, um, their training is different. The ones that do are able to knock out consistently, they're, they're weightlifting, they're doing some other strength training or power, power striking, maybe a lot of repetitions on the bag for power, building power to strike with. And, um, we didn't see that in the earlier days and now it seems like you're seeing more of it. And yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Like the women are finally, you know, well, the other thing too is I think women are softer. So we um, might not be easily knocked out. 
Yeah, I, I think that has something to do with it. But I mean, the sport as a whole has just evolved so much. It's and it's still evolving. Yeah. You have to figure out what works for your body type. And I think people are trying to are finally figuring out like, you know, if you really put your hips into it, it doesn't matter how big you are. And like you can yeah. little people can knock people out too. Yeah. I think that's cool. I mean, I, I, I mean, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you could get the, you know, the arm bar or choke somebody out or whatever. And I get that completely, but punching or striking and knocking somebody out. Well, even like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, the other, <clears throat> um, the one with the, the leg kick, Shanna, Shanna Young or whatever. I mean, given, given, uh, Spangler, the bloody nose. Yeah. I was, I was like, did she break it? I want to find out. I mean, we don't, I don't know if she actually broke her nose, but I was like, wow, from a little kick. <laughs> yeah. Like, yay. I was like, oh, your heel's hard. Cause it looked, and especially I think she tried to side or she did side kick the face a couple of times and like the heel hit your nose. That, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. those, those kicks are insulting too. When you kick to the face like that, you foot in yeah. the face, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh man. And then, yeah, that was, and then there was Pearl Gonzalez and uh, Diana. Oh, Fermina, Fermina. I don't know the name. Um, that, that was um, a, a unanimous decision for, to Pearl. So they were kind of equally matched. There's a lot of ground stuff on that fight. Um, but overall it was like great matchups. I was like, wow, yeah. this is, it was a great show. And, um, yeah, it was very cool. And one of the other things I wanted to ask you, have you watched the tough 28 yet? Did you get a chance? To I, I have not. Um, I actually, uh, I think the only season I've actually watched is the, the very first straw weight mm -hmm. season that they did. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so disappointed that there were girls who I was such a fan of. And then I watched the show and then I was like, yeah, I don't like them anymore. They're, they're bad people. <laughs> yeah. so, and I've just, I always watch the fights and I never watch all the bullshit in between. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to see, well, I, I it, to get to know them and see who you like as a fighter. I kind of like that, but I haven't watched the show in a long time. And part of it was, um, I probably wouldn't be watching it now, but knowing all how you guys, you, and there was Cindy Vandoir and Faith Van, Zan, uh, Van Dam and who else was there? There was, uh, there was a whole bunch of other ones that had tried out and none of you who are yeah. <laughs> feather, you know, the featherweight division, you know, didn't get picked. And so I was like, oh, I want to see what the, the women that are. And they look really small, you know? Yeah, I... I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I, know, I know. I mean, I, I did watch uh, just the first episode and, um, it, you know, it was kind of um, interesting in that who was fighting. I think, um, who do they pair up? And you might know them. Green, because I know he's from Minnesota. Oh, yeah, that guy. Holy shit, six, seven. Yeah, he, because he's come and trained with us a couple of times. He Really? He, so tall yeah he's pretty yeah, cool he's pretty i actually cool. liked how he he crochets <laughs> <laughs> he makes nice hats i was like i, I want one <laughs> I, I actually uh, i actually want to learn how to crochet because i want to make my dog leg warmers yeah yeah well he he was doing that and apparently um you know, I, I think it was to, he, he seemed like a bundle of nerves because he was drinking on the show too. Like he had a couple beers and he did some shots, I think a tequila, I don't know. And I think his nerves, you know, within a week's time, I think, you know, he's, he's a bit nervous kind of guy. And, and uh, so I think the, he was crocheting some hats and, and he was making them for his opponents. <laughs> And I think it calms him down because he was like, all right, just stay focused. And I think he was nervous and this helped calm him down. And uh, he did really well on the, on the, uh, on, on that, uh, he fought uh, this uh, Pol Polish guy and everybody calls him PM. You, you can't pronounce his name. And mm -hmm. uh, he was really, um, that guy was scary, but 
uh, Mo. Holy crap. Six yeah. freaking seven with a reach. And he was nasty. He was he was laying down elbows, knees, and I think he kneed the guy out. He he totally knocked the yeah. guy out. I was like, there's no way. I mean, like this guy is gonna be a holy terror. I wouldn't be surprised if he took the whole thing and I haven't even seen any of the the other guys fight. Yeah. But, Maurice definitely has some very good striking. Um Yeah. Uh, his kryptonite's gonna be a wrestler though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know, but yeah, I think you might be right there. I think you might be right there. Got them long legs that just say like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think he could pin you down. That's for sure. I don't think he knew what he was doing on the ground. You know, too much. Yeah. But he could learn something there. But um, mm -hmm. but if he's if he keeps it standing, I wouldn't want to be toe to toe with that guy at all. He, any of those guys that were on that show, you know. I don't want me in the head yeah he was he was definitely nasty and as for the woman i guess the next fight is um pan i don't know panny uh, Penny kenzad. Penny kenzad now she's fought for invicta mm -hmm. and was she a, a featherweight she was a bantamweight yes because she looks small i was like there's no way she's like featherweight she she couldn't go against cyborg or you know, yeah, she's, or, taller, she's like a couple inches taller than me, but she's just petite. She looked really, I mean, it's hard to see on a TV show what the, you know, like yeah. if I saw them in real life, I would be like, oh, you know, but yeah, I was just like, wow. And she's fighting uh, Katarina Leonard and, and um, that's the matchup. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Um, so uh, it's, I don't know if you follow any of the girls on Instagram, but did you, I might watch this episode just to see if it's when Penny somehow gets her front tooth knocked out on the season. Oh, wow. Really? That's the one reason I actually watched all the stuff in between the fights is because I, I don't think um, Gisette liked it very much. But I was like, Gisette, you and Penny are tooth twinsies. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to follow them. <laughs> Say that again, because I couldn't hear it. Yeah, so I was just wondering, like, who knocks her tooth out? So maybe it's his first fight, but I don't know. This is it. I think it's actually a really good matchup. It's one that um, I could have seen happening either in Invicta or if they got picked up by the UFC at bantamweight. Yeah. Um, could have happened in there too. So yeah, I think they were talking. I think they were talking about that they were trying to make this particular fight happen and it never did at Invicta. Well, I, don't know. I, I know there was one card that Lena was supposed to fight Kaufman before she fought her for the title mm -hmm. and Panny was supposed to fight because I originally was supposed to fight Panny and then Lena um, took another fight in Germany mm -hmm. and then was unable to fight on that card. So I know maybe after that they were talking about it, but yeah, I don't know. I either way, I think it's going to be a really good fight. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually happening tonight. I'm recording it in case I miss it because I was like, I don't even know what time these. I you know I'm trying to figure out when the show is on. <laughs> I was yeah. like, where is it? It's on all different times, but the you know the first show of it is. I, I, I actually am still unclear as to what time it, it plays. I don't know if it's nine or 10 on FX what, or F sports one or something, Fox sports one or something like that. But um, I, I'm, I'm actually going to watch the whole series because I was like, after seeing you guys, I, I was like, oh, now I got to really, you know, follow this and, and see what happens with it and see who comes out of it and how they, they build uh, the featherweight division in the UFC because Honey, you might end up there. <laughs> you know? yeah. you okay. might. You know, you might be ending up there sooner than you think. <laughs> you know. Well, so I think they're gonna do away with. I think. Yeah, I, I think I've said it before, but I, I think they're gonna do away with the division and mm. got a whole little people that they can add to their bantamweight ranks. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't. I hope not. I hope they kind of do something with it and they kind of build it or whatever. You know, it seems pointless then for you guys, even where you're, you're at, you know, like if, if you're where you are and they're building it under, underneath here, they're, they're laying a foundation. I, to me, they're laying a foundation to go to the next step. And they, I think they want to see that maybe. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Well, I, I am too, but you know, they've, they've gotten my hopes up before and yeah. You know what? You might not be one of the one, one of the lucky. I mean, there's so many other fighters that, that came up before you that didn't get those things. Like, you know, I'm thinking Tara LaRosa who, you know, was, I mean, she had her opportunities, you know, during yeah. her time, but I think she would have loved to have fought at that level and just it never happened for her. And you never know, like you never know. You're, you have to kind of have the mindset, if it doesn't happen to me, it's going to happen for some other, you know, gal underneath me that's coming up that's, you know, maybe a few years younger or whatever. And you're helping to pave the way. You're helping the sport evolve. You're keeping it around. You're keeping it oh, around. Yeah. So it's so important, you know. Yeah, of course. And that, I mean, that's part of, why I, I do want to stay in this division and um you know it's not every athletic female is able going to be able to make 135 pounds i mean 135 pounds is kind of light yeah uh, and i also get frustrated at some other girls who are in the division who think megan anderson who think you know it's all about me i've made it to the ufc and say like, who are you gonna fight she hasn't fight. done anything really. As far as I'm concerned, she 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 has not done a damn thing, Megan Anderson. I'm like kind of no. disappointed that she got it before other people got it. In yeah, the she's not concerned about the division whatsoever. It's more yeah. about me, me. How do I serve me? And it's like, well, you know, if you if you get cut, nobody's gonna feel sorry for you because you you did nothing to help it. Yeah. I, I mean, like she didn't, I mean, she kind of, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I felt like she, she did nothing like even against Holly Holm. Yeah. And she's, she, um, if anything, she hurt the division, you know, Dana said there's no talent at 45 and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you got beat by Bantamweight. Yeah. So for somebody who's going back to Bantamweight and says that that that's where they want to fight. That didn't help our cause at all. No, not at all. Not at all. You have to have a bit of a backbone and kind of hold your ground. I mean, Cyborg definitely has held her ground. She'll fight anybody. But I'd like to see like what um, Josette had said um, on the interview that I had with her. She was saying that, you know, Cyborg isn't actually fighting women that are actually at her weight class. <laughs> so mm -hmm. she looks yeah. real good. And I mean, I, I love, I love Chris Cyborg. I think she's an awesome fighter. I think she, she really, you know, like she's just an awesome athlete. However, there is some truth in that. And, yeah. you know, when you're a fan and you've watched this for years and years, you want to see her actually fight fighters that are in her division. And yeah for the UFC not to, to kind of do that. I mean, even her finding Amanda Nunes, I'm like, it's not really, you know, that's not typically what Amanda Nunes fights at. Yeah, I think Amanda Nunes used to fight at 145. Yeah, she looks, have you seen her? I've seen her live. I was like, wow, you know, like she's so lean. Yeah. So, I, I, well, like, I, it's just, it was what, um, kind of a bummer that Megan Anderson lost to Holly because like, yeah. it would have been interesting to see a cyborg fight somebody who had a size advantage that was that much taller, but now that's, that fight wouldn't make sense. Not at all. Not if Holly beat her. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to see it. You, you, have, you don't even care anymore. You don't yeah. even care anymore. You know, initially you're thinking, wow. And I mean, I don't know why they, they kind of, you know, um, pulled her up or whatever, but I, it makes me think of this Bay, um, bad news, Barbie Malik, Malik, Maliki. I don't know what, I don't know what her name is, but she on, on, uh, the tough 28 on the first one, she was like, yeah, I'm Bay, blah, blah, blah. Um, um, the bad news Barbie. And I, you know, I kind of lay down and if you don't get why they call me Barbie, She's like, you know, almost, if you don't get why they call me Barbie, <laughs> I was like, good for her. She knows she's pretty. She knows she's gorgeous, you know, but I just was like, okay. I'm like, yeah. Hey, congratulations. You got a spot uh, on the show by whoring yourself out. Good job, Barbie. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I just thought it was kind of funny that they, they had her on there. And then I wondered, you know, um, she didn't get picked last. Um, what? Yeah, she didn't get picked last. Which she was, was, oh, how do you not pick that girl last? 
I yeah, I don't know. The ones that got picked last, let me see. Who was it? I, um oh god, I don't have their names. Um was um is it um Marsha? Marcia oh Marcia Allen? Is that the black girl? Yeah. Yeah, she got picked last, and I think she probably felt like shit because <laughs> this bane chick got picked over me. I'd be pissed too. Like, I'm sorry, Marcia, I would pick you before Bea, Bea. Yeah. I would pick you before the Barbie. <laughs> yeah, and there was another, and there was another girl before Marcia too, so I was like, I, I can't who, remember. Do you remember who that one was? I don't know. Did I write it down? Let me see. I don't know if I did. Did I write it? I'm trying to find. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Shoot, I thought I had it here, but I'll I'll go back and see yeah. if I can find it. But I I'm mad for both of them. Yeah, yeah, Although, yeah. I yeah, think I was Bay like, I figured Bay would have been the last because one of the coaches did make a comment on that about like, well, some people have some, and then some people have some holes. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I do think Bea has a a pretty extensive Muay Thai well, background. Yeah, but no ground game like i i remember her at tryouts and she made the um oh, okay uh oh sorry but okay. she she made somebody else who isn't known for their grappling look like a, a star grappler so oh. yeah <laughs> well, i saw her kind of going up against the fence and she didn't look like she knew what she was doing yeah so pick marcia after her <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know yeah what i did like is i can't remember which coach did it i think it was which one did it the uh whitaker no or it might have been um gastelum where he actually had the guys and the women um sparring together oh in, on the show and um i thought that was kind of cool that he kind of mixed them up he didn't want to separate them they he actually had them training together you know the guy with the girl and i think that's actually kind of a good approach and i'm sure they'll mix up and the, the women will train together but he didn't want any kind of um cliques forming with just the women and just the guys yeah i he think that's good because like usually heavyweights are typically used to sparring with smaller people there's yeah. most gyms aren't stacked with heavyweights so yeah. i mean if you're going to do it with anybody you might as well, well somebody who's bigger than you it might as well be a heavyweight because they have to be controlled or they're not going to have any sparring partners yeah yeah exactly and then too the women were like yeah it's great because we can go a little bit harder too on the guys and they're okay yeah. with it opposed to you know like make one of them i can't remember who said it but one, making one of the other ladies cry or one of the other women cry you know because <laughs> that well i think sometimes you know even like watching i i can remember back in the day like um if we were training and one of the women like cried after a training session because it was there, you know she was training with guys and stuff but to me which you know there's no crying in baseball there's no crying in muay thai or there's no crying in MMA. Yeah. Um, for women, women, it's it's like a relief of a release of stress. And yeah. you know, it doesn't mean that you're you lack confidence or anything like that. You're just like, oh wow, that was hard. And I I freaking I made it, you know, like and you you might like let go and cry. And I think at the um at in Victor, there was a few women, I can't recall which ones especially showed like a lot of emotion. And, you know, the guys, it's okay if they go in raw. And there was some of the women that are raw. And then they started to cry a little bit. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, they're happy and stuff. But still, they, they had that emotion. And I think even that, that translates even into training or whatever. And, and too, even if you get like, you know, a hard training session, you might, you might cry. I think um, the Mina Grusander said, she goes, I cry all the time after <laughs> after my sessions i don't know i just say like, i don't cry a lot because i'm just not yeah. it's not really my thing and i get i get frustrated with like you're training with somebody and they cry and it's like all right all right if you're gonna cry go in the locker room <laughs> like, yeah, <right. laughs> i i don't know i don't i don't i mean i do get it women are more emotional but yeah 
Well, I think, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not particularly a crier either during training or whatever. I'm not one of those, but I do understand like women that do do it and they do it regularly. They, it's just how they're built and that's their thing. And they might yeah. like after a session of intense training, they might just go, <gasps> you know, just let it rip. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is kind of funny because I mean, before it used to be, oh, well, she lacks confidence and it's not. And I think now it's, it's becoming more accepted that that's not the case. It's just how yeah. women uh, operate. It's just how we, you know, release emotions and intense buildup of emotions, whether it's, you know, the intensity of working out or putting so much heart and soul into our training or, or, you know, just, yeah, I'm a little upset with myself. I didn't train as well as I thought or whatever, or maybe it's just nothing. It's just a release. I don't know. Yeah. Like an orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta let it out somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta let it out somehow. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. But anyways, I mean, that's all I got for today. I I was like, I just wanted to recap stuff. Oh, well, we got like, uh, are you going to be watching UFC this weekend at all? You're going to be training your little heart out. And I'm going to be training and I work, but I, I always keep up on it. I sneak away and go and watch stuff and, yeah, because there's a good fight. Um, uh, Nico uh, Montano, she's really good. I like her. Yeah. And Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, Shev- <laughs> Thank you. My tongue got tied. Yeah. yeah that, that should be a good one. And then there's uh, Jessica Andrade against Carolina Kavanaugh, Kav- I think. And that, I, I'm like, I, I like Andrade. I like, but she just. I do too. Was she in the news? Was it her, Jessica Andrade, about money issues or something? Yeah. Yeah. She said she was selling a bunch of her UFC gear. It, I don't know. She's like, made she, like 96000 this year. and Yeah. And they said, oh, wow. She, you know, like I, I know like on uh, one of the feeds I was listening to what some of the other writers and some of them were like, how the hell could she spend like, you know, almost a hundred thousand dollars in like so many months. And yeah. it's like, you know, she went from not making any money doing fine <laughs> to making money and now she's poor. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and I, mean, I get it. Like her manager probably takes a cut. Her coach probably takes a cut. She probably has to pay taxes on it. Yeah. But it's still, you should have some left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. You need a budget. Yeah. Especially too, like she lives in, what does she live in? South America or Mexico or some, so it's I, not. I think not, in Brazil. Brazil. Brazil? Yeah. So the cost of living is going to be less. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I, I, heard she's pay, a lot. I, I heard she's got to pay taxes up here in the States as well as in Brazil. So it's a like a double whammy tax. Then you know her 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 um, coaches, her management. Which how much does management take? Ten or twenty percent? What do they take now? Management. Uh, it depends on your ten or twenty is pretty normal, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, whatever that is, and that's it starts to add up, I think. And then. Yeah you know, whatever else she was doing. But I, I kind of liked her, but then everybody was getting a little snooty on her thinking, well, what the hell is she doing? You know? And so yeah. I don't know. But even if between your coach, your managers, taxes, even if you make half of that, a normal person could get by on even half of that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And then I'm assuming she gets some sponsorship money and other stuff or, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. To each their own. I mean, she's figuring it out. If you have to sell your stuff, I mean, you have to sell your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some people get a little weird when, when they get money, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know what to do with it. If, they, if they've never had it, you know, like, and they, they, they don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, maybe she's getting ready for a fancy wedding. Cause did her and her girlfriend just get engaged too? Oh, maybe, maybe, so maybe, maybe she's saving for her wedding. That could be it too. That definitely could be it. So many people are getting, so many women are getting married to women. Yeah. Like in, in the, it, it's really, to me, it's like really showing up in, in the uh, women's mixed martial arts. There's a lot of female couples. Yeah, there is. And I, I mean, I'm not personally into it, but I mean, I yeah. understand it. I'm used to men yeah. 
so spend so much time with them and yeah but i i think it's funny because i was talking to somebody else there's not many um male couples out there you know i think so, guys are just weirder about it yeah oh they are they're you know they might be more secretive or something but whatever yeah i think they maybe the there is yeah, out there the women can be out there with it it's kind of cool yeah and then there's the Esparza Suarez fight, and I think I'm gonna go with Esparza. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, they're both really good wrestlers. Yeah. I I think uh, Suarez is gonna be a little bit stronger, a little bit bigger, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know either, but like uh, I think um, we'll we'll just we'll, you can go with you know do a dollar bet. You guys. <laughs> I got a sponsor and you got Suarez. <laughs> See, but part of that is because Carlo was on the season of Tough that I did watch. And Carlo is one of the fighters that I really liked before mm -hmm. I watched the show. And then I was like, she is a bad woman. She is a yeah. bad person. I don't like her. Yeah. And now I don't like her anymore. Oh, well, okay. a couple of them have grown on me again since. Because like, I didn't really like Felice before. And then like I watch her Instagram videos. I'm like, okay, maybe... <laughs> maybe she's not really like that <laughs> but but yeah i still hold a grudge against carla for, for what she did on top oh man yeah i didn't i didn't actually see that episode i'm gonna have to go backtrack and look at it <laughs> see what she did <laughs> i think random marcos i think they were really mean to her oh that i remember that now yes yeah she spoke out about it at one of her fights i uh, yeah i don't like that they they she kind of felt like she was being bullied it was like yeah yeah and i, I just remembered because what really kind of like made me not like her and her buddy it was i think they came up with like a song or, yeah. or something to taunt randa and i was like that's like we did that in like second grade yeah i know that's kind of that is lousy oh yeah, yeah i wouldn't like that either Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> you just me. Maybe I'm going to change. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm never. I remember it now, too. It was <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then I thought um, otherwise, too, about us at that time, Espazo, too. I was like, oh, I don't like her. But yeah, I, don't, I was just picking her as a fighter because I know she was good. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I'll I'll go with I'll go with the meanie, and you can still yeah. take what I'll take the good one. <laughs> All right. So I want to thank you for for co-hosting with me and like kind yeah. of going over the fights. You know, this past weekend, the ones that are up and coming, and going over Tough Twenty Eight with me. We'll we'll have to we'll, we'll have to do a catch up, like a whole group one. Uh, have a, a a big meeting kind of towards the end of Tough Twenty Eight. I'll have to check in yeah. with the others, like. Uh, that will, you know, other featherweights that try it out. And we can all have yeah. an opinion <laughs> about yeah, it. We all have opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do you want to hear them or not? We have them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's good chat, and you know, if people listen to it and they're like, "Wow, there's other featherweights around here." What? 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 I didn't think there were that many. Oh, what? Yeah. These girls were bantamweights that were on the show. What's going on? Let's hear. Yeah. So I, the chatter is actually good. This is how you know things start happening, and and um, you know. So I want to yeah, thank I you for coming on. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, always a pleasure. I'm gonna so love to have you back on again. It's always a pleasure, Pam. Do you want to give a shout out to anybody or or you know like uh, well you got your next fight? Do you want to tell your your next opponent a little something? I'm looking for you. I'm ready for you or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I am ready for her. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I well I'm just gonna say um, you you will be fighting on November 16th. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be facing Felicia Spencer at, uh, oh gosh, you guys are going to Oakland. You're going to Shawnee, no, Oakland? Uh, Shawnee, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma. Okay. Um, yeah. At Fire, Fire Lake Arena. So yeah. that's pretty exciting. That, that's kind of cool because Invicta is usually down um, at the, the Scottish Rite Temple. Scottish Rite Temple. And so this is kind of cool that they're moving around because I know other people have been asking, you know, Invicta, when are you going to come to Boston? <laughs> Victor, <when are> you... <laughs> think about everything. Like some of the East Coast um, states, they have ridiculous medical requirements and like that'd be expensive. And... Yeah, I know. That's why I never had a show here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is.
It's very expensive, but yeah. we still would love to have them or, or someplace close by. I don't know where it would be, but I would love to see. Maybe one day. Get, get your commissions to lighten up a little bit. <laughs> they won't. It's, yes, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's, a, it's another tough, tough one or whatever. At least it's not New York. At least New York finally started to, you know, open up the MMA fights. But Yes, it's very true. But yeah, everybody's here. They want, they got the hand in your pocket. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks again. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. And good luck with your, your up and coming fight and your training camp and all that. I wish you the best. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, so thanks for listening to our recap of um, Invicta FC 31, all those wonderful fights uh, and wonderful bouts of um, female warriors, you know, just, you know, in the cage, you know, pouring their heart and soul into their fights and stuff. It was really a, a great night of fights. And I want to thank Pam Sorensen for coming on and helping me recap and just chit-chatting about that her upcoming fight which will be in november against felicia spencer um for actually the featherweight title for invicta which is really kind of cool that she's got that going on and just kind of going over you know the tough 28 again seeing what's happening with that and and then too uh what's happening with uh, the ufc too which the fight's coming up uh, this this coming weekend and I want to let you know too I for the next interview with a fighter which will be coming out on Monday because we skipped Labor Day I did not publish anything because this was going to be my new little thing coming up with recaps um, I don't know if I'll be able to do it every week I could really use your help with coming up with a name for it because it just sounds kind of boring you know evolve WMMA weekly recap <laughs> I don't know I need some names. So help me out with that. Maybe once this is posted, put it on Facebook and say, how about this name or something like that to what to call it. And uh, I'm going to try and post these maybe on uh, Thursdays or something, you know, after, you know, last week's fight and what's coming up for the following week for women's mixed martial arts. And then, um, yeah, I could use some help with that. And if you are on Patreon, we are looking for patrons. We need your support. I want to grow this thing. So um, it takes a lot of time for me to publish these, to uh, do the research on, on the women and stuff. And I'd like to make it a full-time position where I could bring in some help to keep this going, uh, to help support women and, and um, I have all my goals kind of listed on Patreon. And I also have um, tiers where you could help support um, Evolve Women's MMA podcast and blog, um, which would be really awesome. We could have sponsors too. I kind of have a list there. It may change a little bit here or there, but um, if you're interested, please. Um, you know, I have four or 5,000, maybe it's 6,000 people on, on Facebook. If each of you donated a dollar, that would be a huge support to keep this growing, I could actually even sponsor a fighter with that kind of money, you know, like coming in, if everybody did that, it would be so huge. And you guys could vote on who you want to, you know, sponsor. We could kind of make it a collective thing. I don't know. Let's talk. All right. So, um, trying to offer more information about women's mixed martial arts. If you, um, follow us on patreon.com backslash, I think it's evolved WMMA. That would be super. You know how to reach us on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash I love WMMA. Or you know what? You could email me. How about that? At Shelly, S-H-E, double hockey sticks, E-Y, at the WMMA.com. If you want to show some support that way too, um, or if you have any questions, hit me up there. And then what else? Oh my God, there's so much information here. Um, we're on YouTube now. So you were able to listen. Well, now you can see us. And eventually I'll probably be doing some live episodes, but that's not coming uh, for a little while because it's, it, like I said, it's a lot of work on my end to set this stuff up, to even set up the interviews, which I will be interviewing for Monday, September 10th. That new episode will be coming out. Um, with I'm doing a, an interview with Audrey Wolf, 
So I'm going to get to the bottom of why she headbutted Holly Salazar. You know, what, what was she thinking? I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And uh, so that will be coming out on September 10th. And I hope you'll listen in. So I want to thank you again for, you know, joining me on this show, listening in. And if you are eager to hear more, uh, please download on iTunes, follow us on YouTube, hit the follow, hit the subscribe. And um, better yet, if you want to get on the email list, really simple way to do it. 10x your energy kind of sign up for that you'll get a three-part video series of how to kind of just some easy exercises that you could do to 10x your energy and you'll get included on um, the evolved wma email list so you'll get those weekly episodes of what's coming out for the next interview of you know a fighter that is up and coming and i think that's it yep that is it i think that's all i got right now so uh you know if you yeah this is shelly divine <laughs> i'm losing it right now oh my gosh i'm shelly divine until next time thanks for listening <laughs>